0: singer so let your world as that in prose
1: she
0: and TV to welcome to living life do you know in our lives we have two lives essentially we have a public life That everyone sees, and we have a private life that not many people see. Our private life pertains to our families, our wives, our children, uh, those who are part of our home or our our private environment. As we read this particular passage, Paul is appealing to us when he appeals and saying, put off so that you can put on compassion, humility, love, all these things. But he's saying not just to apply to your public life where you uh, see people and you engage with people in the public, but it should also apply to your private life. Uh, You should be growing in maturity there as well. So as we read the passage, we'll see a little more of what Paul meant about this application to our private life and to our family life.
1: Colossians, chapter 3, verse 18 through chapter 4, verse 1. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters and everything, and do it not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs, and there is no favoritism. Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven.
0: Welcome back to Living Life. As Paul relates to our private life and calls us to be consistent, our public life and our private life to be consistent, and has already established the standards of compassion, gentleness, kindness, peace, love, uh, forgiveness, and bearing with one another, he says... That those same principles, which is really putting on Christ, should be applied not just to your public life, but also to your private life as it relates to your family. So, Paul begins to deal with this with the husband and wife relationship. We know this was also dealt with in the husband and wife relationship in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 and following. The key verse, though, in Ephesians, which I think relates also to Colossians, is Ephesians 5:21, which says, "Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ." So, when he talks about the husband-wife relationship, when he talks about the wife. The word "submit" is not always a positive word for for wives because of the fact that they it feels like they are submitting uh, and they're in subjection. Uh, to their husbands, but what Paul meant by submitting, it's actually a military word, and the word means to arrange oneself up under, or to rank under. So what he's saying is the wife is is not submitting in the sense of just obeying, but she's submitting because God has an order, and the order was that Adam was first in creation so her submission is really out of reverence for christ the husband receives the benefit of her submission to christ so uh, oftentimes this word submission is looked at as a negative in a negative sense as if the wife is inferior not at all it's a matter of order and it's a matter of submitting out of reverence for christ and it's a matter of the husband receiving the benefits of that submission out of reverence for Christ, in the same way, the husband himself is called uh, not to submit, uh, or, but to love his wife uh, in a way that Christ loves the church. Love the church with an agape love, with a unconditional love, no strings attached love. This is the way that he ought to love his wife. However, Ephesians five twenty one also applies to the husband because the verse says that both parties in the marriage both spouses should submit one to another out of reverence for Christ so so the husband his submission again is out of reverence for Christ so as he loves the wife as Christ loved the church he is also submitting to Christ out of his reverence and out of his love for Christ. So that verse 521 is the key verse, not just for the husband and wife, but also in many different situations where Christians have disputes or disagreements or family members that both know Christ, they should submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Even if they can't submit to one another based upon their, the based upon the disagreement or the problem that's going on, they should be able to submit out of reverence for Christ because both parties have a relationship with Christ. That is the common bond. Also deals with, not only with husband and wife, but it talks about children too. The fathers uh, uh, should not embitter their their children uh, so that the children become discouraged. Um, So in our world today, there are situations where some would consider uh, abusive parents. But uh, that should not be confused with reasonable discipline towards a child. God disciplines us because He loves us, and Christians discipline their children because they love their children. He also begins to talk about the children should obey their parents. Should, and this uh, relates and is connected with the fifth commandment of the Ten Commandments, where it says, Children, uh, should honor obey, honor your mother and father, and there's a promise that goes with this, meaning that your days shall be long in the land. Honor in mother and father relates to not only just obeying them, but also to obeying them with a proper attitude as well. When we when you honor your mother and father, when children obey so Paul is beginning to deal with all the different family relationships and dynamics of the family relationships he also talks about slaves this is more problematic uh, when he talks about slaves he's not talking about the kind of slaves uh, that came over uh, from Africa um, and were in bondage not that kind of slavery it would be more equivalent to indentured servants who were uh, who were slaves uh, uh, in that particular time uh, because slavery was part of the culture, part of the society. Paul doesn't try, Paul doesn't try to uh, say that the entire society is wrong and try to over, override the whole culture. Paul works within the culture and he says, here's some principles, here's some ways of walking in Christ uh, if you're a slave or not, but the slave—the slave also can relate. Uh, the use of that word could also relate uh, to a master-servant relationship or an employer-employee relationship today as well, where you work as unto the Lord uh, and not for human masses. Uh, not just to when they're watch- watching you uh, to please them, but even when they're not watching you, you work as un to the Lord. So, Paul wants to make this known in terms of how we are to serve God uh, in that capacity. In addition, uh, finally, uh, the Lord shows no favoritism to anyone. These principles should apply across the board. And Paul says, if we continue uh, to apply these principles as we have put off the old man, put on the new man, we said that new man should apply not just in our public life, but also in a, our private life. And we will continue to grow, we will continue to mature uh, in the Lord. Is your private life consistent with your public life as you walk in Christ? If it is, you will continue to mature in the Lord, not only grow stronger, but grow closer uh, to Him. If it's not, then that should be a matter of immediate prayer that the two might be consistent. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank You right now and bless You for this time and this opportunity to be able to share from Your Word. We pray that Uh, What is stated in your word will find benefit in the lives of those who are listening. I pray all this in the blessed, precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen.